0: This program offers discussion and information on experiences of chronic and invisible illnesses. It should not be used for medical advice or as an alternative to advice from medical professionals.
1: Hello everybody, Uh, welcome to Chronically Chilled on 3CR. Uh, My name is Mario. Um, Unfortunately, Maurice couldn't join us tonight as is the nature of chronic illness. Um, Some days are better than others in terms of health, so I just want to wish Maurice well, and hopefully she starts feeling a bit better soon. Um, Before I do anything, I just want to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, whose land we broadcast from today, and pay my respects to elders past and present. Um, Tonight, I've got an interview that I did actually yesterday with... Hannah Morphy Walsh. So, Hannah is an associate producer at Footscray Community Arts Center. Um, and she's organising a forum coming up on the 10th of August and the 11th of August um, called From Fifth to First More Than Access. So, I'm just going to jump into that interview and um, I hope you enjoy it. Hey, Hannah, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Hi. Um, we got you, I got you onto the show to talk about your upcoming forum. Can you tell us a little bit about it and how it came about?
0: Sure. So the From Fifth to First Forum is a conversation about disability in a way that no one's having it. Um, I got given this grant to hold a forum about access and intersectionality and in the lately we've been having... A lot of conversations at least on a local level about what is disability and you know what can we do to include disabled people um, and all of these very short very non-specific conversations in the industries about targeting disabled people without actually talking about
1: so um, your forum is called From 5th to 1st. Where did the name come about?
0: The name was something buddy. Um, basically, I think I'm funnier than I am. <laughs> and so the statistic um, for that is most often cited about disability is that at any point in time, one in five people in Australia has a disability, has mm. something... That is significant, like significantly disabling in Mm. their life, Um, and the. Just wanted to. It's about centering. It's about centering that one in five. Mm. So, from fifth to first. Not funny. (laughs) Explaining (laughs) the joke (laughs) makes the joke bad. It's
1: (laughs) okay. So. The other part of uh, the title is you say that the forum is more about action than access. Um, Can you explain the difference and why is it important to work towards action?
0: Well, the forum I got given was about accessibility and intersectionality. And I happen to loathe those two buzzwords because they're meaningless. Accessibility is um, a general thing. Um, and intersectionality is a very political term. It's um, well, sociological, never mind. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to have just another film where we talk about what do we physically need as people with disabilities to be in a space? What do we need in order to like access mainstream culture? I wanted to strip all of those conversations back and... Mm-hmm just get a bunch of other people with disabilities in a room and we can talk about what matters to us. And it might end up nothing, nothing about access. Mm. And I suppose I was just giving our funders a little bit of a heads up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like it's just, it's, a, it's about creating a space just for people to come together and to just talk and to talk about their experiences and kind of, Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Um, I happen to think that the experience of disability as it is seen is being presented in sort of mainstream culture and in the media and so on as this monolith, like there are a set few ways of being disabled and there are therefore ways to engage with disability and therefore with people with with those disabilities. And it's not like that. Um, <laughs> you know, no one disability looks the same. No, mm. Like, if you've met a person with a disability, you've met one person with that disability, you know? Um, and yeah, I just feel like actually talking it through, what, like, having these conversations about how very. I just
1: like how varied how varied everybody's experiences is and kind
0: yeah of... how complex I guess it mm. can be um, mm. like we don't have to keep having these simple conversations um, I am bored of them you are bored of them <laughs> we I want like I think that people want to be having not not want want is the wrong word. Um, The things I keep hearing from my friends and from my family and from some random people who will just show up and give you their opinion, they're great, I love feedback, (laughs) Um, is that people want to be talking about their lives the way that they experience it. They don't want to have to keep reframing it and justifying how they exist through Mm. a certain lens.
1: Um, cause, cause when I was uh, reading the description of the forum, I was thinking, how rare is it f- to have a group of people with dis- different disabilities just together in a room? Cause I feel like mm. people or organizations even that are supposed to represent people that are disabled, they don't do a really good job of actually consulting the community and getting people together to talk about this stuff. Would you agree with that?
0: Uh, absolutely. I... I absolutely, I have seen, more times than I can count, I have seen ads for um, consultation with the descriptor being that an organisation looks for people with a lived experience of disability. Um, I can't tell you the amount of conversations I've had with organisations um, about their, like, very basic, The ways they engage with people with disability and their information is coming from like the one or two people they know and it's coming from carers it's coming from families it's a very i think that organizations will always have the inability to move outside of their own frameworks and the kinds of disabled people that fit into organisational frameworks tend to be neurotypical, tend to be very good at speaking to people on their level. Um, Whenever they work with what they consider a diverse community, one that is not necessarily represented in their management is that they make plans um, and then they include the, like, Mm. their diverse, like, Mm. so you see this again and again in access talks. And a lot of the time, but if you are getting to the point where you are just asking for consultation on a a program that you've already made or on a building that you've already planned, it is too late. Mm. Um, And it is much harder, therefore, for someone to come into that process. So we keep seeing this small pool of people who have the energy to engage with that process and keep fighting it. Mm. Um,
1: yeah, And I, I kind of sometimes feel like, they've, like you just mentioned, they get the process completely the wrong way around. Like they come up with something and then they talk to the community rather than actually mm. talk to the community and then get something going.
0: Absolutely. I can't tell you how many times I have (laughs) seen projects and this isn't even like specific to disability, just in general. I the amount of times I have seen projects just fall apart because like they have been so well planned, there's Mm. been so much effort and even money poured into them, and then they roll it out and the community members are just like, What is this? (laughs) 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 You know? (laughs) We we have no, we do not see ourselves in this and they will just mm. step away. They will try to break it. It's, I mean, it's beautiful, but.
1: Um, you mentioned that you don't like the term intersectionality. <laughs> 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 um, but I was kind of thinking about it and and you were saying before as well, of just how disability is presented in such a limiting kind of way mm. um, and kind of issues around like, um, you know, gender, race, class, sex, isn't really kind of talked about in terms of disability very often. So I was wondering what your thoughts were about that. Am I right in thinking that they're not talked about very much like that?
0: Absolutely. Um, It's true. There is not a large conversation around disability um, and gender and how that is intersects with disability and around race. Mm. For example... The um the saddest, I think statistic I ever heard about disability was that um so over half of all people incarcerated in Australia right now have some form of intellectual disability or brain injury mm-hmm. um. That that speaks volumes. Um, the other number that intersects with, of course, is the high incarceration of Indigenous youth. Um, of like, that's not even going into uh, substance abuse problems. Um, these things all intersect with disability in very unique ways. It is, mm. as a person with a disability, it is harder already to have agency over your own life and then when you and then when you add in like something as simple as having dark skin suddenly you are not only incapable of caring for yourself but you are potentially a danger to society simply because of the way you act and because of the color of your skin you are not given these tools to protect yourself Mm. in ways that, you know, wealthy white people with a similar disability are. They're they're not Mm. the same protections. Women with disabilities, with intellectual disabilities, the are physically and sexually abused at, I think, 10 times higher than the general population, so women without. no, but gender and, like, gender, race, class, oh, God, there's so much sexuality yeah. and disability all are not talked about because it is... There's something about disability that the way it is presented does not leave room for nuance.
1: So w- what difference do you think it would make if we were able to have those conversations?
0: Honestly, I don't know if there is something that we can see is a measurable difference Mm. um (laughs) because this is just one conversation it is hopefully ongoing Mm. um I think I think the the that by having these conversations whatever they are um it's small it's but it's about taking it's about taking back some power Mm. um And, like, not in that sort of individual empowerment sense. I mean, this disability community, we keep getting lumped into having a real voice and being able to define itself on its own terms. Mm. These are the things that come out of just talking. If you get a bunch of people in a room together who have such diverse, um, you know, lives and such diverse ways of thinking and ways of relating to the same topic are uh, actually talking about what this one thing means to them. Um, mm. Then we begin to understand ourselves in as this community that we have been put into. We begin to understand ourselves in the context of each other. Mm. Um, And I think that can be powerful, Mm. but it's, it's only beginning.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, Can you just let everybody know when, where, how, all the details about the forum, so if people want to get involved?
0: So this firm, the from fifth to first, more than access (laughs) is on the 10th and 11th of August. So it is the first day, Friday, the 10th is closed off to people without a disability. Only people with disabilities can attend. Um, feel free to bring someone along if that's what makes you comfortable. But the only voices in the room are disabled voices and that is how we're going forward. Um, and the second day is a half day, um, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturday, the 11th of August. Anyone can come, anyone can listen.
1: And they can find all the details on um Footscray Community Arts Centre website. I think it's all there. And they can book through there, I think, because I, I did that.
0: <laughs> Footscrayarts.com.
1: Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming in. And I wish you all the best for the forum.
0: <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much.